Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday. It's time for the RG Podcast, not live. Wow, what a difference a week makes. Last week, 30 odd degrees. This week, it's lovely and cool, isn't it, chaps? I'm not too hot in the box. How are you feeling out there in uh, in, the, in the Midlands, Mr. Michael Bell of the Internet? Yeah, breezy. Michael Bell? Yes. I've not heard the bell recently. Nat retired it. Really? <gasps> What's happened? It's, it, uh, we had an argument. Over? Um, over what? It thought it should take more of the cut than I get. What's that then? Well, it thought, it, you know, it's, it's been my gimmick for a while now, which is fair enough. Uh, yeah. Cre- creatively, I kind of wanted to move on. Um, but? But it was, it was we had a bit of a row uh, Sunday night. It's like, I made you. I made you who you are today. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, you didn't. It's all about me. It's, it's been me all this time. My goodness. Without me, you'd be nothing, said the bell. Actually, I was just pissed. So should we um, should we put it straight out there to the audience? Uh, find Michael Bell a new sound. No, I don't need a sound. That's what the argument was about. Ah, so Michael Bell thinks he's strong without a soundboard. I don't, I don't, I don't need a sound. Uh, right, Grax, do you want one? Because obviously we need a, one of us can have a sound because Bell's sound's gone. Yeah, I'll have a sound. Oh, wait, I, wait, wait. I've got just the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the RG Podcast from Whitney near Oxfordshire, across a bridge that you pay 5p to enter or exit. It's yep. Grax Bishop. <laughs> What was that? That was the birthday present that Michael Bell got me, which is a pull my finger pen. Was that the sound of a fart? Uh, apparently. You want to be so, known yeah, as Grax Bishop, the, the guffing pull my finger. Chat. Yeah. It's still better than the saint. That's fine. That was never, yep. that was never in question. Yeah, it's a cool little present, although a lot of these sound effects don't sound like farts. It's just more that like... That one sounded like groaning. Hang on, let's try another one. That's not like a cross between bowling and the motorway. Yep. And is there another one? That just sounds like a revving car. Or a, or a till running out of a seat roll. <laughs> so yeah, I've got a whole variety of sounds courtesy of Michael Bell and oh, his present. Thank you very much. So uh, I'm, I'm ready to go. So I think we... Uh, we can Are substitute you really the bell. To make that commitment, Grax, though, because anytime anyone says your name, you've got to have it there ready. That's the thing. What was that, Michael Bell? No, you're absolutely right, Michael Bell. Is it? Does it become a burden? Yeah, it completely does. It, it takes over your life. Every time someone says, you know, Grax, then you know your girlfriend's there. You know, Grax, tea's ready. Oh, I haven't got my thing, and then you shit yourself because you tried to push out a fart when you haven't got one. It's it's not going to end well, mate. Mind you, it's just a little pen. It could just fit in my pocket. Although, I'm really annoyed with these tra- jean pockets because they're so tiny. And my phone just doesn't fit in my trouser pocket. You've got, a, not because... you've got an enormous phone. No! I mean, yes, I do, but my other trousers are able to fit it. So I have to put things in my back pocket, which is really, really, really dangerous. Mm. So you've got a finger in your back pocket. Is that what you're saying? Greg's Bishop! Is it? No, 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 there's a pause. There's a pause. Uh, bit delayed, pause. bit delayed, no, bit delayed. No. Okay, oh come on, give me a chance, guys. I've literally just grabbed the first thing, which was should the right to me. Also, Bell, should it be Grax Bishop, oh, so or should it just be Grax? Uh, either, either really. Okay, so Grax. 
Missed it again. Ah, it's not on it. I would have been better. Would have been very, very quicker. But no, you've got the mantle now, Grax. I do. Let's see how long. Missed. Oh, oh where? What was that? Where was it? No, it's too late now. You have got lessons to learn. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, thanks, Andy, the the host of the RG Podcast that's series right. two, you're episode twenty three. Episode twenty three. Yes, you're listening to Ones Off Radio. My name's Andy Harland. Oh no, hold on. That was it. Uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, no, that was about an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, I was doing a radio earlier today. It was uh, great fun. Uh, I was invited by Maddie Anholt, who we um, had an RG interview. Um, a couple of weeks back. A great interview at that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was a bit loud. Apologies. I was, we were in a very trendy pub uh, in Tooting. Very good, though. Uh, the Wheat Sheaf. So, anyway, uh, she said, yeah, uh, she's doing some Edinburgh previews, um, which is great. So, Edinburgh, her show, Diary of a Dating Addict, um, is going to be at the Gilded Balloon, I believe, um, yeah. throughout August. Uh, so, she's asked me to deputise for her radio show. Um, so, I'm looking for some guests or some content or anyone wants to do anything on the radio with uh, with yours truly then feel free to, to drop me a line and we'll see what we can arrange absolutely i think this sounds i'd say this is a situation of you being in the right place at the right time couldn't agree more fantastic fantastic um did did get myself a little something this week did you yep uh thought i get? could thought i could bring this uh, to you guys help you out I, I got myself a book of emergency magic. Of brilliant, yep. so it's like a great. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, yeah, so that's Greg's bishop, ladies and gentlemen. Missed it. Missed it. Uh, Michael Bell, are you experiencing any life problems at the moment that I could help with? Uh, okay, I can give you some yeah. examples. Yes and no. Okay. Uh, uh, do you need help delivering a great speech, passing an exam, getting your boss off your back, getting a job, collecting your debt? I could do with getting my words out because this week I incorrectly insulted somebody. Hold on. I, w I was insulting somebody, as you do, you know. Textbook bell. Um, and blah, 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 insult, insult, insult. Yeah, well, you have a face for... And I know I should have said face for radio. What actually came out of my mouth was, "You have a face for rodeo." Rodeo. So That's not bad. Spell, if there's a spell to get you know get my words out correctly. Ah, uh, something about speeches. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, um, magic Viagra. No. Viagra is magic anyway. Make a it? great first impression. Give deliver no. a great speech. There we mm -hmm. go. Okay, hold on. Yep, this is gold. All of these available from your local bookstore. Here we go. How can we help Michael Bell deliver a great speech? Uh, you've got two choices. You've got Cup of Courage or Crucible of Courage. Both very courage heavy there. Very courage heavy. What would you like? Uh, I'll have a cup of courage. Cup. I'll, cup have of a, courage. I'll have a cup of courage. Cup of courage, please. A pint of up in the north. Number one, squeeze the juice from a tangerine, lemon or lime, and mix with one quarter cup of sugar. So mm -hmm. just squash, basically. Squash. Two, add one quarter cup of barrage and stir thoroughly. What What the bloody hell is barrage? Uh, barrage. For, uh, d don't know. That. Isn't it? We don't have them fancy borage? mechanic shots borage. of it. Borage. Is that, is, like, is that like cheese? Bo borage. Boshed yeah. porridge. Posh. Get some borage in you. Posh, posh porridge. Three, uh, strain the porridge from the liquid and then discard it. I don't like porridge to be a <laughs> but I don't like botched Four, porridge. Four, 
Add the liquid to 16 ounces of red wine and serve over ice garnished with sliced oranges. So you, um, you're just making a cocktail at this point. Yeah, it says, uh, depending on your tolerance to alcohol, you can drink your cup of courage right before your speaking engagement. Ladies and gentlemen. So before your speech, get wasted on red that's wine. That's basically what it's saying, yes. Get pissed. Done. Done. Now, see, I, I don't think that's going to help Michael Bell's uh, speech problem. It's just going to make him more cocky, <laughs> but less coherent. <laughs> So how is he going to be able to get the right words out? That's, uh, that's First, it should have said radio. It came out as rodeo. Now he's pissed mm. off his face. What could be uh, coming next? Remember the wine. Yes, that's talking time. You can't tell me what to do. Well, not my mouth. Speech is there. I'll give you a bloody speech. Right, here we go. <laughs> well, I was young. Now, I, I have another question. My father about. said to me... <laughs> Son, oh, my, 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 my. you'll never achieve anything with your life. And Five dollars get out of town. I've oh, been Ant McFarlane. Now, see, I, I would call shenanigans on that spell, right? And the reason why I don't think that's a legitimate spell because there was no indication of candles, no mention of candles whatsoever. Yeah, you never said, um, the hocus pocus, there was no so candles, no, 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 no hocus pocus, no, no enchanting, no, no. no. Would I you, mean, like, I've read up spells. Would you like to protect your car, computer, one. or pet? Uh, let's go with my computer. You'd like to protect your computer? Oh, good yep. choice, good choice, Grex. Or is it? Mm, I haven't read it yet. Let's find out. Here we mm -hmm. go. How to protect your computer? Put a bell. Oh, that's fucked that one. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. Oh, I'm excited this week. This is week four or five of King of the Castle. So week one, we had superheroes. Super week one, grand. we had superheroes, super and grand. Super Grand was through the, the winner. Final. Week two, we had TV Detectives and Frank Drebin, Police Squad. It's through to the final. Week three, we had Crisps and Frazzles. Are, excuse me. And Frazzles are through to the final. This week... Because that makes sense. Ladies and gentlemen, we present... The final category of King of the Castle. It's consoles. Games consoles, yes. And this Fantastic. one's thrown up a bit of a debate on the internet. It really has. It, really has, it um, always has, and it always will. It because people will. will always have a special console in their hearts. They do, and uh, people usually fall into sort of different categories. Obviously, these days we've got the two super consoles. Really, the, the you know the PS generation, the PlayStation Four, uh, Xbox One kind of generation. But we've had a number of su suggestions, so I'm going to go through some of those. We need to pick four right. against each other. We've mm -hmm. had a lot of support for the N64. Uh, at yep. Tom Hodkinson, uh, let's put that forward, and at Bunks15. Nintendo 64. I think we should accept the N64. It's, if it's good yes. enough for Tom, it's good enough for me. That's the words of Michael Bell. And the Kamikaze Club. That's the Kamikaze Club. Uh, PDT got in touch. He said SNES. But then there's two Nintendos. <laughs> Can we go with that, Michael Bell? I say no. Grax, SNES was a game changer. <laughs> I think... It's slowly, slowly. I think that... Um, I think we should listen to see what the other categories are okay. because we can only have four in the space. So and got, a SNES is great, but let's see what else we got. We've got N64, that's in. Okay. We've got uh, Xbox 360 from Bisley T. 
That's a classic. Mm. Again, yep, another, like, another game changer, I think. Well, that was when Microsoft got their act together and actually released a console that's pretty competent. Yeah, okay, I'm happy to take Xbox 360. Uh, we've also got PlayStation from GRFsky. Uh, doesn't exactly say which. No, there was an unfortunate situation where he... the original PlayStation was called PlayStation, and then for some reason they they, they renamed it into a PlayStation One or a PS One. PS One, and then yeah. we have PlayStation Two or Three or Four. It's 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 awkward because people use brand names as a console. I'm going to go. Can't do that. I'm going to go with the original PlayStation. PlayStation original. Okay, so we've got PlayStation versus Xbox 360 versus N64. How about Dreamcast? Miko it's B. In. Miko B. That is in. at Cactail. Okay, let's go. So Green Dreamcast. How do we feel? Yes. Dreamcast strong candidate. Absolutely, of, it was all strong. A f- all strong contenders. Bit of an yeah. underdog, the Dreamcast. And I own three of these. Which don't you own? Uh, a PlayStation. Fair play. Uh, Dreamcast first, guys. Strong. Right, Tell the Dreamcast was absolutely revolutionary at its time. It was Sega's last console in its entire range where it put in all the stocks fantastic graphics from the year which i think was 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1999 1
But it, but went, it was it went with cartridges, and that kind of killed it because everything else was moving on the CD. That's fine. So I remember then, too, but, but, money but when it, it launched, it, it launched against PlayStation or with PlayStation, or maybe PlayStation launched against it. But actually, it, it held its weight for many years, even in a short space of time. Yes. Mm. Other mm. categories we've got games, how it looks. Oh, I mean, look at the controllers. That's a N64 classic. If anything, the GameCube. Uh, sorry. Well, if, the N- if anything, the uh, the Dreamcast has kind of borrowed a bit of a look there, hasn't it? Uh, no, the Dreamcast, I'd say, it looked more like the Sega Saturn controller, which wasn't very good. Actually, the Dreamcast controller is one of its weaknesses. It looks a bit See, this was is not a tough very one. good. It's a tough one, because we're, we're kind of debating blah, 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 whatever. But also, we're just thinking about when we were young and happy. Yeah. There's lots of those, nostalgia going on here, rather than good times. Know, actual opinions. Okay, I can also give you this uh, inf- tidbit of information. Right. Uh, the number of units sold. Uh, in its lifetime. Mm. Okay, so... Big category. Big category. PlayStation's going to so win So Dreamcast, actually. units sold, we've got 10.6 million? Yep. And N64? 32.9 million. Oh, it's just... It's a, you know... Whitewash. What a... How many, how many on PlayStation? I think PlayStation now killed them all. So are we going original PlayStation? Yep. Let's see. PlayStation Let's go original Vita. PlayStation. Um, PlayStation. How, many, how many units, Grax? What the hell was it? Actually, uh, shipped well over 100 million units nine years oh, after yeah. its initial launch. Oh, yeah. Uh, PlayStation Original shipped 102 million units. Well, that's more than both of them combined. So, yeah, 32.93. I can't. I mean, do you think PlayStation wipes out the, N- the N64 immediately just because it sold 100 million? Uh, so if you're saying that, then let's just crack on. We haven't established categories. Um,. I took my play- my original PlayStation to Australia, so that must have meant uh, it meant a lot to me. So okay, because um, we're not we're, we're, we're just debasing nostalgia, really. Well, not necessarily. Mm. I'm going with quality. I'm going with pedigree. I'm going with quality games. I'm going with revolutionising the market, and that's why for me the the um, Xbox 360 is amongst the greats. Really, I think it is. A good, what makes you think, I think that? It's a good console. I think at the time. Pitching up against what was coming out of PlayStation 2 into PlayStation 3, the Xbox had the cutting edge. I think it was there, and Microsoft got it right. I yeah, had more fun with the PlayStation playing all the games myself, but uh, the most fun I had was with the N64 playing multiplayer Don't games. get me wrong. Ah, that's, that's remembered me, very being, interesting point. me being 10, playing with friends and around Sam Phillips. So the original, yeah. the original PlayStation... Ah, oh, Sam Phillips, I'm missing. The original PlayStation, uh, brilliant fun. Again, multiplayer... But only limited multiplayer. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, everyone did want to come around your house and play it on the PlayStation. Everyone wanted to come around your house to play the N64. Who really wanted to come around your house and play the Sega Dreamcast? No one. Dreamcast is gone. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Sega. You always have a place in my heart. So there's a good 15-year gap between so us. There's two the years between the N64 really and the PlayStation. You're right. And actually, I think N64 gets a point over PlayStation for its four-player multiplayer abilities. Yeah. I think it does. I think it scores a point. But it, okay. should have gone, it should have gone CDs. They were cheaper. They were easier to program. You got better graphics. You got better music on it. You didn't think ahead. They perhaps... N64, N64 gone. No. Guys, PlayStation has Final Fantasy VII. One of the turning also, point games. also got Fear Effect, which is brilliant. And Fear game, Effect. I remember being... Wu-Tang. Original Tomb Raider. Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Parappa the Rapper. Oh, Kick... Punches all in the mind. If you've come to test me, I think you'll find 
Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah. PlayStation. That was an amazing game. Um, yeah. Um, Gran Turismo. What does the 360 have? What does the Xbox 360 have? Well, again, this is just... What games? The difference listen, is you were, you were 15 and the Xbox came out when you were in your 20s. No, no. Yeah. And you, no. And you could go out and you, go, and you could go to the pub and, you know, meet women. I totally disagree. I think, no, I disagree with that statement. I think that... Yeah, I couldn't meet women. Yeah, definitely not. Not the point. The point is, I'm trying to make is, what games can you think of on the Xbox 360 right now? I agree. I would ditch the Xbox 360 on the basis that you could get nothing unique for the Xbox 360 that you couldn't get on the PS3. But that's because the time's changed. No. The time, the times have changed and no, all the I companies disagree. are working together. There's no, there's no apart exclusivity from, anymore. Apart from Halo, Microsoft really... They, they launched a fantastic piece of hardware but their software is really lacking. I think 360 goes, PlayStation not, and N64 sit above it. But the 360, a PS3, a PS4, whatever, they're entertainment things, so you get your Netflix on there, you serve the internet. It's not just the console, it was just games. That's three, completely 360 was, That's solely, 360 was solely designed as a games console. What the hell? You can go online, no, it wasn't. you can do everything, link it up, everything. you can link was, everything up, the social media, yeah, then they brought out the connect thingy. Michael Bell was right. It was designed as a, as a media hub of some kind that plays games, and allows you to play DVDs. Well. Does that yeah. make it? And other likes. Okay, so in comparison to time, does that make it better because it had additional features than the PlayStation, the original PlayStation? Uh, I don't think no, it does. Yes. No. I think because... I think it's lack of repertoire that is unique to the system pushes it out. We're going to have to bring a different category in because we're talking about far, fifteen years apart and two different types of technology. But so we're going to have to go by look. By look, sixty four wins over three sixty. No, well, the three sixty control is better. N sixty four is definitely not gone. It's very much still in the in the frame. I think it's N sixty four versus PlayStation in the final for the for the last place of King of the Castle. Well, Michael Bell, you are probably the best candidate for the three sixty debate because you actually have a three sixty, correct? But I play maybe one game a year. I have. I also have three sixty. Um, oh yes, I apologise. So, uh, you two, what games do you have, and what games no. can you immediately think of? What about the Xbox 360? That's my point. L- that's my point exactly. I yeah, loved and that's Ma- my Mass point Effect. as well. Mass Effect was incredible. Okay. Um, but I, I play the Batman series has been good. I, I play maybe two games a year, so it's not. It's completely different to the PlayStation, where I bought one or two games a month. Yeah, it's it completely. You bought one or two games a month on the original PlayStation. Well, in, what, in the PlayStation, yeah, yeah. Holy crap, you were but rich. The other thing is, no, no you, that that was another thing. You used to go to the shop, and there was all the um, computer game exchanges, so you could take all your other games in. Ross records. So, right. so for nostalgia reasons, PlayStation wins, absolutely, hands down. But in terms of technology, the 360, obviously. Okay, we got to lose one. N64, PlayStation, or 360. I've made my decision. Bell? I'm going PlayStation. You're, you're putting, pitching PlayStation as a winner. As a no, winner. as a loser. Because I was winner. asking for one. Oh, that's a winner. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Grax, let's go straight to the winner. What do you think? Let's hear it. Mm, I think we've debated enough. We've all argued it's a war, pros It's and a cons. war on three fronts. Uh, I'm also thinking in the future for next week. I mean, who's going to compete with Super Grand, Frank Drebin, and Frazzles? Can't, so, can't, you know. can't play that game. This is console wars. I'm thinking ahead. Um, yep, I'm going... Uh, Bell's Craig gone. Charles is less successful TV show. Bell's gone PlayStation. PlayStation. I'm going to go for the out of the three that survived. I'm going for the console that's sold the most units and has the most number of games I can actually genuinely remember and genuinely want to play. So 
PlayStation original. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner of King of the Castle Console Wars. Awarding victory to PlayStation. So wait, was that your choice, Andy? No, but it won. Two to what one. What was your choice? No, I, I am happy to back the PlayStation. I think 360 loses. I have N64 very close to my heart. I think it was fantastic, but I am more than happy. PlayStation is the king of the castle. <laughs> News. Nobody wants to buy this house because of its unusual rude name. Okay. What's the name? That's right. Bastard house. Uh, we could play guess the guess the name. Fuck manor. Uh, news Swat from cottage. Sweden. Hmm. Arsehole thatch. No, not bastard house. Um, not fuck. About, fuck manor. Fuck manor. Yeah, it's a good guess. Uh, Cunty cottage. Cunty cottage. <laughs> And it's got a it's got a fucking thatch. Fucking <laughs> thatch, beautiful. Uh, this is Southern Sweden news. Uh, apparently, this property Ooh. would ordinarily have been snapped up in a hurry, thanks to the area's housing shortage. But according to um, the local news, the two-bedroom home near Laholm in Halland. Holland. Halland. No, you talking about Sweden, mate. It sounds like Halland to me. It's, swe- it's Sweden. Was, it's not Holland. Was a bargain at just thirty-two grand. My oh, God. Lord. I renegotiated my mortgage this week. I can afford, like, four of them. Brilliant. But what's wrong with it? What's this, What's that place actually called? Located in the village of Snorsleda, which in Swedish translates to penis vagina. That's right. The, I would totally buy that the, house. A tranny house. I would totally buy the that village, house. The, the confused house in penis <laughs> vagina. Um, Best of both worlds, as Grax would say. <laughs> yes! Grax, where's your sound? Oh, wait, hang on. Oh, useless. Unbelievable. I've retired it, but I'm still there on the trigger finger. Try me. Ding. Always there. Always there. You yeah. see? I've retired you, the bastard, but even so. You've got to be You can take the bell out of Michael. You can take the bell out of Michael, but you can't take the Michael out of Bell. That's right. you got to be quick, Grax. Fuck! <laughs> You're not built for this game. See, this is what's going to happen. You're going to forget your pen, or it's going to run out of batteries. Then you're going to have to make the noise, and you'll you'll prolapse. <laughs> the uh, the estate agent in charge of the sale uh, says that apparently it's not the name that's the problem that's still in the market. Apparently, the house is just in a really shitty condition. <laughs> but for thirty-two grand, what do you expect? But that's idiots. a perfect thing. It's a fixer-upper. This is the perfect time to get a fixer-upper. Well, if you ever throw some money at it and make a huge profit. If you ever wanted a penis vagina, it's £32,000. There we go. Wow. So there you go. That's, uh, Wait, you mean the house or in, or in medical terms? Yes. Both, ironically. Oh. There we go. Cash news. Pizza guru Papa John has had his hands insured for guess how much? Thirty-two grand, so we can buy that house. Thirty-two grand for penis vagina house. <laughs> no, nope. no, 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 no. We've we've got some experience in insurance. We and we've known that we've we've insured ourselves for ten million because of our live show. So yeah, we can have anything but fire. So I'm going to say oh, he, he, fifty million. He works with fire. I do. Papa John. Fifty million five zero. See, Papa John's. They've been. They've got this advertising sale this week um, in Litchfield because they just had one open. Where it's any pizza, collect to six ninety nine or deliver like nine quid or something, which is a good deal. But the way they advertised this was to get some work experience lads or some youngins 
dress them up as superheroes and to stand outside train stations and bus stops where, with a sign saying this. The f- that puts oh, me that... off buying any of their products ever. The food of the superhero. What? It's like, fair enough. If you've got a 16 year old, you've got a work experience lad, of course you're going to make them dress like an idiot. But I don't want, and like in this heat, I don't want kids out there. It's fair play. In that fair sort of thing, you know? Brings up, brings up a burning question, though. Um, you never see superheroes eat, do you? What, in real life? I mean, uh, I've the, hey, I've seen Spider-Man eat with uh, Beta Ray Bill. Have you? Where was that? Yes, in the comics. That'd be quite a dull thing, wouldn't it? You know, what, ba- Batman, Batman sits having down to have dog? a three-course meal. No, you know? I think so. I think that sometimes it's necessary. They do, think about it, they do all that activity. Burns Bond, a lot of calories. They don't eat. Surely he should have a Mars oh. milk in his utility belt. Has Bond ever eat? We don't see James Bond sleep either, or shower. Uh, or I've, seen shower Bond, I've seen Bond in a shower. I've seen Bond making coffee. Does he eat? I've seen Bond eating on a train. Does he? I've seen Bond drinking an awful amount of alcohol. Hmm. But he needs something to soak it up. He needs like a pasty or something. A loaf of bread. But I can't imagine uh, James Bond going to Greg's and saying, I need an emergency pasty <laughs> stat. <laughs> no, he'd just nick it, wouldn't he, and then sleep with the... Yeah, the, the till lady. With, with, with the till lady. Get out of the checkout. Uh, so yes. Papa, Papa John, Pizza Guru, Papa John has had his hands insured for how much? I'm saying 50 million. Michael Bell. Uh, well, I know Gaga has a arse insured for like 3 million. 3 million? So, okay, um, so Papa John's hands are worth. I'm going 5 million. 10 million, 5 each. More than Gaga's arse. Oh, no! Why did yeah. I go so high? 10 million pounds. He's no better than us. He's uh, Papa John uh, is thought thought to be the first pizza maker in the UK to have his hands insured. Check it. But he's not yeah. doing the pizzas anymore, surely. Maybe, maybe when he started, Ooh. his days of dough work are over. Surely I think it's... he's living he's living in some mansion somewhere. He's worth a lot of dough, though, isn't he? Uh... Don't even snigger. Don't give him the satisfaction. Ah, uh... so that's an interesting point. If he's the first pizza. Maker in the UK to insurance hands. Does that I, mean that all the pizza makers around the world they do this as uh, it's the norm? Oh, it could be. Maybe. I, don't th- I don't think he's making pizza. Right? He'll be sick of pizza by now. Well, that company's been going 15, 20 years or so. I don't think he, he ain't I, sick of that money though. He, but he's not there. He's not there on the on the on the breadline. You know, Appar- no. Um, uh, apparently. <laughs> He's Almost not there sort of need, needing the dough. Ooh. He's not sorting things out. Yes. You know, he's just he's there, just like you, you, London restaurant. You make all the pizzas. Mm. Get yeah, out you know. all the tomato sauce. So, so maybe he's doing like hand modelling now or something. That's what he needs. To well, he visited a palmist recently. Uh, uh, Amy Garner, the palmist, said Papa John's hands uh, reveal that he is uniquely suited to running a global pizza business. That's full of shit, and you know it. <laughs> it really is. Um, she also, what's his real name? Because you can only be Papa once you've got a kid. Sure. His name's John. Yeah, just John. Yeah, he doesn't even have a surname. Well, he technically does. It's we it, named him John. It's Schnatter. John. Really? John, John Schnatter. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't I have a Schnatter pizza, would you? No, exactly. Mm. Welcome to Schnatter Hut. Not quite work. Doesn't work. Papa Schnatter. Sh- I don't know. Sh- Papa Schnatter's sh- got a ring to sh- it. Sh- ah, that's really hard to say. It's tongue twister. Schnatter. 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 Schnack. That's fucking hard to say. It is. Schnatter. 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 So, Papa John, uh, Schnatter. Schnack is. Uh, yeah, so there he is. Um, apparently, uh, he joined 338 employees recently in London 
as they smashed the Guinness World Record for the most number of people tossing dough. Uh, 300 yeah. stores in the UK. They're going up. They're going quick. There we go. That pretty much wraps up this week's news. You got questions. Because you worries they are your blight. Burning questions. We got the answers, so hold on tight. So, yes. uh, uh, I, I've got a bit of an admission to make. Yeah. Because uh, I was so excited about being on the radio. I On the radio. Radio. Oh, uh, I forgot to ask burning questions earlier in the week, but I did redeem myself by asking Facebook earlier today. Uh, today. Mm. Uh, for some burning today, questions. Like. And Facebook has delivered... Thank you, everyone, on Facebook. That's right. Uh, if these people have Twitter feeds, we will credit them for Twitter as well. But the following people have submitted burning questions. Uh, Timothy Evans asks, is tomorrow the future? Hashtag burning questions. Yes, obviously. Thank y- you. Yes. Moving on. Uh, Deborah Axtell's been in touch. If the answer is yes, now what is the question? Hashtag burning questions. Ooh. Uh, can you make me a sandwich? Yes. There you go! Ding, 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 yay! Pyro, 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 crowd cheering. Thank am you, I, thank am you. Am I allowed to thank punch you. Ben Nelson in the balls? Yes. Yes. Yay! Pyro, pyrotechnics, cheering crowds. Is Michael the best one out of us three? Yes. Uh, Wait, it's not Grax, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't control it. <laughs> it just sounds like you. It just sounds like you're pushing your gran into a series of trolleys at the supermarket. It really does. It's harsh. Uh, but and I know that. I know that sound. But we all know that if anyone was coming out last on this show, it's me. Uh, Dan Paget, who I worked with at Thought Park in 2004, five, and six. Uh, Name dropping there. Right. Memories. Sweet, sweet memories. Oh, Dan, it's lovely to hear from you, sir. Um, he asks. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a noise? Yes. Hmm. It does. No, there is no hmm. It does make a noise Which? by the very definition of Which sound. Noise does it make? Sound. But it makes the sound of crashing trees and leaves and all this stuff hitting the ground. Who is there to hear it? Exactly. How it do doesn't matter. If, no. It, could, it, it doesn't matter. Make, it could make a. You know. We. We don't know. <laughs> With the. No. It could, but the it point is, it's still no one's ever recorded it. Could it. Fall. I suppose you could leave like an iPad out there, and then you'd hear it. It could fall really gently and not make any noise at all. Yeah, it could be very delicate. Exactly. Well, or, well, the thing is, it could make a sound. That the point is, I, I despise this question because the, it's the principle of sound. Sound is air molecules bashing into each other, but not, not if it is really gentle, like Michael Bell um, just proposed. Mm. What if what if otters eat a small tree and they put it in the dam and it just lands in the water? Then they make it very gentle. You're referring to beavers. You're referring to beavers. Otters and beavers are the same, aren't they? Close. No, they're not at all. But they're similar. Why, why are you just like throwing a platypus while you're at it? They'd be around the same. They'd be around the same table at Christmas. They, no, they would. They would. Or at, or at a wedding. They, yeah, they eat the same things. Table, yeah, kind of. And they're both they both eat trees. And they hold hands. Yeah. I mean, they might not like it, but they would be Christmas time. They'd have to, you know, gather around, see Auntie Otter. Otter. Mm. Yeah. You know. That's good. At John Dredge has been in touch. 
That's Fantastic. John Dredge from the uh, Nothing to Do With Anything podcast, uh, Series 4, Episode 2 out this uh, last week, Episode 3 this week. Uh, John Dredge asks, where is Flim, please? Flim is in your heart. It's wherever you want it to be. Oh, I like that. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, that. Where isn't Flim? I think I need... Uh, Good. Uh, at MC Gibbo 007 asks, what are the rules for what time is it, Mr. Wolf? Never played it. You never played it? You never played what time? You had a very I was on the N64. Uh, Michael Bell, you're the resident child player <laughs> with uh, thingies, so you, why don't you explain the rules? I would just like I'm to... I'm not sure how I feel about that, Grax. There will be a phone line at the end of this episode. <laughs> Uh, for anyone that's been affected by the accusations against Michael Bell. Right, what you gotta do... When they come for you... Bad boys. <laughs> little boys. <laughs> the old little girls. I'm just gonna leave it there and you'll say something incriminating. <laughs> no, no, come on, I'm serious. I, I would like to know if right, the rules so, are... Right, so, for the game, the rules are this. Yes. You have one person who's the leader... Or the guesser. Are they the fox? I think so. <laughs> Good. And then you've got three, four, or five others. I suppose you could have more, but that would be a lot of admin. Stoats. So you got them, and yep. they have to say, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? And then he says something and turns his back, and they kind of creep up and creep up and creep up trying to get closer to him. Which I don't know why, because the fox would just have them, surely. Yeah, the foxes um, eat stoats. Yeah. Top trumps, basics. And then when if if they're still moving by the time the fox turns round, he can go and chase them and, you know, have them. If not, if they stand perfectly still, then the fox can't see them. <laughs> Fucking have Cause, them. Because you know, the fox, uh, yeah, he, he can't see. Blurred. Motion. Oh, I don't know the words. <laughs> yeah, so that is the basic rules. spell for that. Um, um, Karen. So that's the basic <laughs> rules is they're allowed to say, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? He turns around duh, 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 and they creep up. At one point, does up. he say dinner time? When, if if he sees one of the stoats or the chickens yep. uh, still creeping up by the time he's turned around, he gets to chase him. Ah, dinner time. Then he runs uh, after I'm a fox, that. I'm a fox. Rum, 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 nom, 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 nom. Then he can have him. Fantastic. I should try this. I should try this game with my girlfriend, see what she thinks. Or if you want to play uh, the modern version, yep. um, it's usually ends in a court case, doesn't it? Or, or, or a bang. <laughs> oh, you go very well. Oof. Okay. Um, yes. Final burning question uh, is from Stan. Hey, Stan. Stan. I wrote to you and you just ain't calling. Yeah. What's the deal, man? Et cetera, et cetera. That's the one. Same guy. Uh, Stan asks, mm. why is an important thing in life is not to fuck with the bees. Don't really doesn't make sense, Stan. It does if you see Nicolas Cage's remake of the The Wicker uh, Man. Yes, thank right, you. Why, thank you, Greg. Why don't you fuck with the bees? Tell me now. Grax, where's your noise? <sighs> right, for the uh, sake of continuity, the bell's coming back. That's I can't be I I I can't be doing with Grax being so slow <laughs> on it. Did it, he missed it again. 
18 months. Did not mess with B once. And look at you. You can't even manage one episode. Terrible, terrible. You can say my name whenever you wanted. Boom, it'd be so there. Okay, uh, Apart from on the live show when I'd often forget what? to bring it. That is true. <laughs> my plan has worked that, all along. Uh, now Michael Bell will bring his bell all the time. That's the five I missed earlier. There we go. Done. Fantastic. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's burning questions. And you too can continue to send us your burning questions. And thank you for your Facebook. <laughs> you too questions. can can too. <laughs> You too can send in your burning questions. And thank you for sending so many through Facebook. But there are other ways to send in your burning questions. You can do this via Twitter, twitter.com forward slash rgprod, A-double-H-G-double-E-P-R-O-D. And like I said, you can always submit your questions on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash rgprod. And you can always email us at rgproductions at gmail.com. And if you happen to be on the radio, like a certain host of the show, you can send the... You can send in your burning questions to Andy on the radio. More details later. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. It is cool. Um, well, I think it's... Uh, I think something's fucked Mike off this week, so what is it? This week's in the news section... Oh, fuck off. Uh, this week is... There is a basketball player in America... America. Called Matt... America! Called, called Matt Boner, which makes me laugh <laughs> He has injured his wrist this week, which is obviously troublesome news for a basketball for a baller, player. Yeah, because they need to do the bouncing, and and he has blamed up. this on his iPhone six being too big. Is it? Is it, is it, is it an oh, iPhone oh, six or iPhone six plus? Just need to check. It must uh, be the six plus if he's complaining about that's it. Massive. Let's go to let's go to six plus, which is big, but that's not going to cause you a fucking sporting injury if you're a professional athlete. Yeah, right, you, you I mean, fell over. He, fair enough. You, you see, you trade your wrist. You broke your skull. Fair enough. You were playing with a medicine ball rather than a basketball. Fair enough. That's going to hurt your wrist. Not because your bloody phone's too big. Just use two hands, or don't get a phone that's bloody big, you idiot. I know you're a professional sports stars, so they don't really typically have a brain because you're picked up at 14, and that's kind of force steroids down your gullet until you play for a few years, then you get injured. But you don't injure yourself with your own phone. So that's this week's. I'll fuck off. I'll fuck off. I'll fuck off. The World Heard RG Podcast would not be what it is without... Gav Cross. Now, see, Gav Cross, um, <laughs> it's, his, it's his birthday today. Um <gasps> And I genuinely wanted to, to offer... Happy birthday, happy birthday, birthday to you, Cross. Happy birthday to Gav Cross. Oh, are we not riffing this week? Happy birthday to you. Listen to funny looking, nine o'clock on Sunday. That's right, Sunday night on... Is it Spreaker? Spreaker. Sunday night on Spreaker is funny looking. That's at funny looking pod. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it would not be the week that is, the week that could be, and the week that shall indeed be without the inner thoughts of the internet's own Michael Bell. See, that's how you do it. it. I didn't even, I was going to say other stuff. I just wanted him to do it properly. Calm down. No, Grax, you're not committed to it. If you're going to bring a noise, as, um, you know, Public Enemy said, if you're going to bring the noise, you got to do it properly.
It's your poem, alright? Boy, sort it out. Not a problem. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Oh yes I do, it's because of the Tories and a new fucking budget. And she had to decide that week whether she bought food or medicine because she was ill. She was old and ill and therefore doesn't exist in their cold, evil, dead eyes. Moral of this story is George Osborne is Satan's younger, more cuntish brother with a massive complex. It's beautiful. Well. He's also the butler <laughs> in their million pound fucking mansion they deserve and they got for free. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to a gentleman that can be described as bright, ambitious and not at all bitter. It's the internet saying Michael Bell. Oh, he's triple belled it, Grax. That is in your face. Just admit it, Michael. You had those bells with you at all times. No, I, uh, I got so angry of you being useless at your sound effects, I had to bring them back. Ugh. He had them all the time, so I'm sure. Uh, a chap that's sometimes been described as confused at roundabouts, mainly because he doesn't know understand who, who puts all the flowers in. Um, they, they don't just appear, Grax. It's the council. That's right, it's Grax Bishop. I really hope this comes out well on the microphone. It really sounds like you've fallen down the stairs. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's been a real pleasure listening to uh, Michael Bell and Grax Bishop in my ears. I wish I could have you in. I wish I could have you stereo panned, so one of yeah. you lives in my right ear and one of you in my left, like two people on my shoulders, like my conscience. Yes, that's right. You can tune into the RG Podcast every week on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on Acast, www.rgproductions.com. We are on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash RG Prod A W H G E P R O D. We are on Twitter at Grax Bishop at Michael Bell 86. I am at Whimsy of Andy and we are at RG Prod. It's a very, very ambitious goodbye from me.